Touched by a Horse offers three comprehensive programs giving you the ability to have the career you've always dreamed about, working in partnership with the magic of horses. Our equine facilitator program provides you with the skills to build a thriving business hosting group experiences with horses. Our equine gestaltist program prepares you to open your own private gestalt practice in partnership with horses. And our master equine gestaltist program builds your gestalt skills both in and outside the round pen. All of our programs include in-depth live classes, business growth training, and a supportive community of herd members to collaborate with and learn from. Visit our website at touchedbyahorse.com to learn more about which program is right for you and your healing herd. everybody. It's Melissa, and I'm so glad you're here with us today. I am not with Dane. I know that means a little less laughter between he and I right now, but I am so happy to be with one of my certified gestaltists, practitioner Annie Young. Annie, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Melissa. It's always a pleasure. You can go back and listen to my first interview with Annie. I would suggest you do that. Just scroll down through our podcast and go back and listen to kind of chapter one, because we're going to pick up a little bit into chapter two and talk a little bit about challenges in parenting today as well. So first, I want to say, Annie, that your ranch is Sabana Ranch. And would you explain the name and also where you're located? Yeah, for sure. So Sabana Ranch is uh, located in Littleton, Colorado, and it's 15 minutes from chaos. So you're in the chaos of city and 15 minutes later, you're in secluded, wooded paradise. It's a beautiful drive up that mountain. It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Just simply getting there, people tend to breathe deeper, mm-hmm. slower, and, and really come back down into themselves. So it's it's a beautiful I couldn't be I couldn't be more happy. It really was a perfect <laughs> spot. And uh, the name so Sabona is a greeting actually in Africa. The Zulu tribe in Africa use it as a greeting that says "I see you," and they do not mean "Hey, you're wearing jeans and a t-shirt." They mean "I see your soul. I see you as capable, whole, and you are valuable to me and this world." That's great. And that just rang so true to me and how I see my clients and how I want to build my ranch out that when people step on, that's how they feel. They feel seen. Absolutely. And that is such a basic tenet of Gestalt, which you are now an equine Gestaltist out on my program. And Gestalt does hold people as capable, resilient, whole. And one of the most important things is we truly see them. So you couldn't have a more perfect name. Spell it out loud. So if people are wanting to Google your ranch, S-A-W-U-B-O-N-A. Nice. All one word. Nice. S-A-W-U-B-O-N-A ranch.com. That's right. That's awesome. So we're so happy to have you here and so happy to see what's happening up there. Now you've been... I don't want to say remodeling because when you bought it, I got a chance with my husband, Dane, to go see it. You not only remodeled it, that's just such a small word for what you did. You (laughs) re-envisioned, re-enlightened, redesigned, rebuilt, re-re-re this incredible property, as she says, in the woods. And so last time we spoke to you, it was still not really complete. Where are you now in the construction Obviously, clients can come up there and you're up and open, but where are you now in your construction project? 
Yes, it, it's going to continue to be an ongoing project. Uh, I am the type of person that I would love for it to be whole and contained, like, boom, it's done. But I've, I've learned patience. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I have my barn is, I like to say it's transformed, which is also something that I like, I strive for, for with my clients. Mm-hmm. Right? And so the, the main barn is, like you said, complete and transformed and we're working out of it. I'm working out of it. I have another coach that's working out of it. I have a couple other coaches interested And my second structure, which is really my jewel is wrapping up in the next four weeks and we'll be able to start working out of that structure. So I have two, two beautiful, oh my gosh, breathtaking buildings that transform lives. So yeah. Nice. Well, I don't know. I think we're maybe an hour and a half apart from that ranch to mine. And Dane and I need to come up and take another look because we've seen it before you bought it. We've seen it kind of midway in your build. And now we need to come and see it at 90%. I know you're like I am, constant, never-ending improvement. It will just be forever. But, you know, I think of a ranch as a craft project. We're always doing something different and something fun and adding to it. And you're not there yet, but you will be to the Pinterest stage (laughs) where you get to do all the fun stuff. (laughs) I dream of that stage. (laughs) Yeah, the practical still, but you have got the fun stuff. Yeah. So that's good. We'll talk about what you're offering there. But before we started recording today, you and I did a check-in in general as parents because I raised my son, Cody, who is a professional mountain biker, married, three girls of his own that are doing well in the world. And uh, there were times in which my son would say, I feel like I'm living on the set of The View because he had these four women with different opinions in his household. But then my stepson, Kevin, Dane's son, who has been my boy since he was 11 years old, and he lives in Houston. He's married and they do not have children. They just bought their first home and they're traveling all over the world. So I don't know if I had a chance to tell you, Annie, but she's a hairdresser and she was invited by a bridesmaid, not the bride, but a bridesmaid to fly to Ireland, all expenses paid, stay in a castle to do this young, beautiful woman's hair for this wedding. So they went to Ireland. Now she's been invited to Bali. So they're on their way to Bali. <laughs> so they're carving quite the life out for each other, let me tell you. So it's kind of fun. So it's always fun to kind of um, see vicariously how that generation's so different. And kids are so different today than when we were kids, obviously. Every generation says that. But I think it's never been so true with social media mm-hmm. and all the things that they're exposed to. And mm-hmm. it takes a lot of, a lot of luck mm-hmm. <laughs> today in parenting. And then, of course, my daughter, which our listeners know that my daughter crossed over to the other side of the veil over 10 years ago, and she had been born with a very serious illness and then went through organ transplants and just all kinds of things and passed when she was 24. So that was not an easy life by any means, but I thank her because she made me who I am today for sure. She's my greatest teacher. So you and your beautiful husband have three kids, correct? So walk me through a little bit these three and what your parenting journey's been like. Wow. What has my parenting journey been like? Wow. <laughs> and as uh, as a parent, I can say they're all three a different journey. Yeah. Yes. Same DNA, same household, same parents, and yet completely 
different. So I have two girls and a boy. They're currently 19, 17, and 15. Wow. With the boy at the end. Close together. So all they're growing up Mm -hmm. close, close ages, you know, together for sure. That's an active household. Yes. Yes. And I, I am still in the thick of it, regardless of one in college, because she's not quite launched. Right. And so I would say, before I met you, I would say, oh, I had typical, everything's fine. Everything's normal. <laughs> they I, uncomplicated, really, deliveries. I would have said, said that, but as the truth is, I had an emergency C-section. So out the gate on my first one, it wasn't so smooth. Yeah. And it wasn't until right. I really started looking at myself, realizing that that was a piece of work for me that I had to kind of... I had to look at, clean up for myself. It wasn't right. romantic version of giving birth. All three different kids, all three different journeys. And you said something profound, I think. Both same mom and dad, same DNA, but, and all families feel that, right? We look at our children, we think how, I mean, in horses, we would say, I bred that mare to that stallion, and this is the progeny. And we know that happens in animals. They're very different too in, in their coat color and their temperament and everything else, but certainly with our human children, even more so. So then your son is your middle child or your baby? He's the baby. That's what I thought. He's the baby. Yeah, he's he's going to love baby. us saying that on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> he's taller than me at this point at 15. However, he's youngest one. Yeah. Um, I would say my parenting journey has been a continuous metamorphosis. Yes. Uh, no, depending on which child is in front of me, what topic we're we're talking about, I have to morph as a parent from one to the other, even in the same moment. Absolutely, absolutely. And yours are just enough younger than mine. Social media was only just beginning when my kids were growing up to your kids' ages. I mean, it was a, it was in its infancy. It hadn't turned mean or violent or addicted, you know, or any of that kind of stuff. And I, I, I really look today at today's parents of younger kids and wonder how do you navigate that among everything else, but how do you navigate the outside influences are stronger than ever before mm-hmm. on our kids. Yeah, it, you know, exactly. Really. I can say that I often, probably 90% of the time of being a parent, feel like I have no one to turn to to ask advice from because everything is so new sure. to me as a parent versus my parents or any generation before me. And when that really mm-hmm. struck me was, I'll never forget it, and my oldest was in eighth grade and she had asked to stay at school um, and linger with some friends and it worked out for my schedule. So yeah, I said, yeah, I'll come and get you at four o'clock. It's Friday afternoon. No problem. I pull up to the school. She gets in my car and I can see her as clear as day today. And she's now, you know, in college, she gets in my car, she shuts the door, she grabs her seatbelt. And as she's clicking it, I can hear the click mama. Joey was over in the corner watching a YouTube video. And so I went over to see what he was watching. And he was watching a video of a guy who calls himself a wannabe school shooter. And I said, dude, I'm going to have to safe to tell that. And he said to me, go ahead. Doesn't change how I'm feeling. And in that moment, I heard nothing else. Right. She was chattering up the storm all the way home. 
And in my mind, I'm going, okay, mama bear, what are you going to do with this? What are you going to do now? Yeah. It's Friday afternoon. It's four o'clock. You turn this kid in. Is he going to come in with a gun and target her because he knows who he turned him in? Right. If I say nothing and he comes in with a gun and he hurts someone or worse, kills someone, I cannot live with myself. Right. And if I tell his parents, they may be the problem rather than a support. You don't know each family behind closed doors. You don't know if they would say, oh my gosh, we need to give attention to our son and take care of him, you know, or if they'd be angry with him and make it worse. Yes. I have no idea of those dynamics. Right. Right. I do know I had no one to call to ask advice from. My parents didn't deal with this. Right. Uh, At that time, I had no friends who had dealt with it. Like, so I came home, luckily, because I'm a super involved parent, super involved in the school, had a very tight relationship with the principal at this junior high. And so I called him and got voicemail, of course. School ended at 2.30. It's 4 o'clock. Sure, sure. He actually was there and got and listened to the voicemail, called me immediately. Wow. And said, first of all, the boy is on my radar. Second, I had no idea it was for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, this will be of our highest priority. Will your daughter talk to us, which I'd already spoken to her and she was willing, and I will call you Monday. Yeah. And wow. so then we spend the weekend not knowing. Right. Mm-hmm. Not knowing in which way, when the boy was going to be spoken to, whether he would take it and fuel his anger with it, or he mm-hmm. would take it and feel seen mm-hmm. and heard, mm-hmm. uh, you know, which is what we want for kids, mm-hmm. not to label kids that are in that kind of dark hole, but rather yeah. to have somebody sit with them and say, I'm here for you. What's going on? Speak to me. Walk me through your thoughts. Let me yeah. hear where you go when you're feeling so dark and alone. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So as a parent, I can say my light, that was a huge lightning strike. You bet. You bet. And talk about feeling alone and on an island and no one to even sort it through with. Yeah. At the time. I didn't know you then. Right. <laughs> I would have gotten the phone call. Yeah, you would have. You sure would have. You sure would have. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's well, it's just tricky navigating waters. And, and to your daughter's credit that you had and yours, that you had that kind of relationship that she could get in the car and immediately dump to you, hey, I've got something adults are having a hard time handling. I'm not handling it, mom. Hey, here I am, you know, to be able to listen to her. Because I think what's really evident in our society is how many say, in this case, young daughters like that, either can't reach their parents or their parents wouldn't be who they would take something like that to. They might take it to a sibling or a friend, but they're going to get even worse advice. You think we're undergunned. They Mm -hmm. take it to each other, you know, and they don't know what they're doing either. So it's totally a house of cards. So to your daughter's credit, she opened up to you. So it's Mm -hmm. awesome. Yes. I was grateful for that. I can say it's part, that story is part of the fuel that fires me up to help other parents you to have a space to go to, to simply look at this stuff. Yeah. You know, it, I, it's a no judgment zone. I have to really look at myself saying I wanted to run and hide. Yeah. You know, and there's no shame in that. It was a normal, no. natural feeling of, Oh my gosh, I don't even want to deal with it. That's too big for me. And everything in between, that yeah. you go through as a parent, 
as I go through. The, the thing I would want our listeners to know, I think about you and, and my philosophy as well is that there are no perfect parents. I mean, to understand you can bring something to you privately or a group of parents with your facilitation skills and have a safe non-judgment zone to be able to say these things. It's really not about advice. We don't give a ton of advice. We give a lot of understanding and listening and support and reason it through because every parent needs to handle their situation the way they want to, the way they need to, not some way that we tell them to. And so I I love that because it's about being authentic. Neither you nor I are sitting here saying, we have all the answers. We know how to parent. You don't. (laughs) Far from it. (laughs) (laughs) Far from it. Yeah. We've have our own struggles Mm -hmm. and, and have gone through our own struggles with our kids, which I think helps us show up in a much more authentic way when we're listening to somebody else, you know, talk about what they've been through. Touched by a Horse offers three comprehensive programs, giving you the ability to have the career you've always dreamed about, working in partnership with the magic of horses. Our equine facilitator program provides you with the skills to build a thriving business, hosting group experiences with horses. Our Equine Gestaltist program prepares you to open your own private Gestalt practice in partnership with horses. And our Master Equine Gestaltist program builds your Gestalt skills both in and outside the round pen. All of our programs include in-depth live classes, business growth training, and a supportive community of herd members to collaborate with and learn from. Visit our website at touchedbyahorse.com to learn more about which program is right for you and your healing herd. Any parent that walks in my door, has walked in my door, is walking in my door, I hold with such tender care because I know as a parent, it's Mm -hmm. so much easier to say, oh, now my daughter needs to have help. She needs to find someone to talk to, which is also true, right? (laughs) And they forget, (laughs) or I forget, even in that scenario, maybe then I needed to seek somebody to talk to about it afterwards. It it ended 100%, 100%. fine, but that doesn't mean there isn't something to process and realizing that I'm not right. going to remain a solid support for my children unless I have support for myself. Yeah, exactly. And that is so true. And most of the programs, quote unquote, that are out there in the world for teens or programs for different people that have lost their way or whatever's going on, you're exactly right. The caregiver, in this case, the mom or the dad, uh, is, is seeking that out for the child. They're not seeking it out for themselves. So it's wonderful when we provide that safe space that a parent can take a deep breath, kind of remember who they are, <laughs> come back to who they are, what they believe, yes. how they feel, and again, not be judged, but be able to pause that that whole P-A-U-S-E, that whole pause in life is so rare to find. And, and find themselves in a place where they can say, I just heard what I said, hmm, hold on, and work their way, you know, work their mm-hmm. way to their truth. So I love, love, love that, that you provide that. 
So your son is your youngest. He's still in high school. Then your middle daughter, is she finishing high school this year? Yes, she's a senior in high school. Okay. Wow. Senior. Mm -hmm. They do grow up quickly. So she's a senior. And does she have college plans or work plans? Or what do you think her plans will be? She's she's in the middle of figuring out what colleges to apply to. She wants to be a marine biologist. And so she's looking at the coasts. Um. Mostly the West Coast. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for her future, and she gets to change her mind a million times, and I don't care I, as long as she's moving forward. That's yeah, and loving learning. It's a right. It's my husband and I's big goal as parents to install in our kids a desire to learn and grow, and that to right. be learning as well. In whatever way they do, but to Mm -hmm. constantly, I think our whole life, you've done that. I've done Mm -hmm. that continued. And Jeff does that your husband to continue to grow and learn all the time through life. There's so many opportunities now for that. And then your oldest daughter, remind me what university she attends. University of Iowa. That's right. That's right. That's a, that's actually a really pretty part of the country, the farm country all around there. My brother went to the university at Ames, Iowa, when he got his master's degree in nutrition. So I remember going to, to visit him there in Ames and her, what is she majoring in now? Early childhood education and writing. She's a good for her. Mm -hmm. Good for her. That's awesome. That's really good. Well, I know each one has their own strengths. They have their own challenges. They have ways of pushing the buttons on parents, positive and negative, you know, all of that as all children do for sure. Mm -hmm. So I'm so glad your work is focusing for one of the things that you do on being a safe sounding board for other parents and, and a way for them to to do that. So your place, the Sabona Ranch, uh, you're developing it, but I would not say it's there yet, probably as a retreat center. Is that right? It'll be next summer before. Yeah. That's going to be the next phase. (laughs) (laughs) So God willing, by next summer, people hearing the podcast could say, I want to go there and spend two or three days with Annie and really get a hold of myself as a woman, as a parent, as a person, you know, to look at all that. If they want to do that today, they simply stay 15 minutes down the hill in the town of Littleton. Is that what you've been doing? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So there's Golden, there's Littleton. It's a really pretty part of Colorado. So that works. And so they would reach out to you. You would tell them, here's some ideas of hotels you could stay in yes. and then make that 15 minute drive up that hill to that beautiful ranch and take their journal and write and be with the horses and sit in the beautiful woods and just really soak up all of that environment. You're, you have a group enrollment coming, I think you said, this fall. So tell us a little bit about that. Yes, I have a group that meets every other Wednesday evening at 6.30 Mountain Time until approximately 8.39. I like to keep it kind of a loose ending. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's for parents. I prefer to not have a husband and wife attending. Because I like to provide a space okay. to explore feelings about their partners. If the partner is there, sure, sure. then they tend to not do that. And I, okay. once this one's filled, I will be opening up another one. So if there were a partnership that wanted to have a group space mm-hmm. to 
come to, that's going to mm-hmm. be an option. My next new enrollment date is October 4th of this year, 2023. Perfect. How many, um, how many people are in the typical group that you're doing this? What's the, like the average number? The average number is eight, yeah. uh, eight to 10. Yeah, so small and intimate and get to know each other and create that confidential safe space for everybody to be together. I know some people have never been in group process, so they kind of wonder about it. But I will say Gestalt actually is the the birth father of group work in therapy. And one of the reasons is because as a Gestaltist, we work in pure transparency, a lot of authenticity, a ton of safety, have a lot of different ways to process the work that involve the different group members. So don't figure that you're doing your work with Annie and the rest of the group is sitting there staring at you. It's not how it feels at all. There's immense contact between the gestaltist and the client. And then oftentimes the experiential part of it involves other people in the group to either stand in as placeholders for somebody in the family that they're saying something to, or to actually do a sculpture of the family or a constellation. There's just so many different pieces of work. And we have a saying that there is tremendous borrowed benefit, meaning person A does work with Annie in the group and you're observing it as a group member and all of a sudden you realize the distance between you and that person is gone, that you have similar ideas or feelings or you've had a similar experience or you just benefited from their aha awareness that they've achieved. So that borrowed benefit is very, very rich. And so I'm such a big proponent of group work because the groups I've done over a millennium now (laughs) um, have become such tight bonded friends and supporters for each other and truly lifelong friendships are made in these groups because we work hard to make it a safe place for understanding and not judgment and not critical feedback. So if you haven't been in a group, that is a safe place to go and do one. Um, I think a really great place, Annie's very skilled and a really great place to learn more about yourself. How are you growing while your kids are growing? We know our kids are growing because we're buying new clothes for them every time we turn around or new shoes or new whatever. They're moving from grade to grade to grade. But how often does a parent take a deep breath and really look at how have I grown and in what way have I grown since this little being came on the planet? Because we're going through, we're moving through grades and different things as well. And so it's, it's a lot of uh, alchemy of growth that happens there as well. So Annie, then next year, what you're hoping to do are your retreats out there. And so those will start, what do you think, start on a Thursday to Sunday kind of thing? Is that what you're visioning? Yes, uh, definitely. Yeah. Giving people the chance to fly in on a Wednesday and yeah. And then we get rolling on a Thursday, most likely. Yeah. Yeah. Work through the weekend, you bet. Fly home Sunday afternoon or stay in Colorado, go up to Vail or someplace else in Colorado to enjoy the Colorado beauty that time of year as well. So that's awesome. Now I know you keep a a rolling calendar on things. So I want everybody to know October 4th is the next big date for enrollment, but don't wait. 
uh, the groups do fill. So don't wait. If you're interested in this, go to Sawbona, S-A-W-U-B-O-N-A, ranch.com. Do you have any other way for them to reach you that you want to put out on here, Annie? They can absolutely give me a call if they want it. Okay. Okay. What's the number? 720-468-0068. Okay. Say it one more time. 720-468-0068. Awesome. Mm -hmm. And she will return your call or answer the phone. So that's really fun. You can introduce yourself and get to know her a little better. So I think that's fabulous. Please don't let the fact she's in Colorado deter you from coming to see her for a private session. Flying into Denver, you are at the Denver airport. Littleton is probably less than an hour away from that airport and 15 minutes up to that ranch. So lots of clients go to different practitioners that we have around the country, not because they're their neighborhood practitioner, but because they hear something in these podcasts and they think, I can relate to her. I understand her. I think she'd understand me. I think we could work well together. So definitely go see her beautiful place or beautiful horses and get the experience of that. Horses living on property, is that happening now? Living at the stop on it? Not quite, right? That is not happening right now. But I and I do have access to okay. my horses still. I still do equine okay. sessions. Here at my house, I have a two acres. It's absolutely gorgeous. And uh, my horses love, nice. love to heal people. Nice. I had a roofer out the other day and he was checking that hail. And as he's standing there, one of my little gelding came over and started working on him. It was super. <laughs> That's great. That's great. That's great. So the two places are 15 minutes apart. One yes. right now until the ranch is completed that she's working in Littleton at her private home, which is stunning and, and very, very welcoming. And you'd feel very good there. And the ranch part for groups and such and retreats will be up at the bigger ranch. And then eventually, probably not too distant. I don't know what your, what's your time frame of having somebody live on Sawbona where horses can stay there 24-7. I would say keep checking back with me. My hope is... My hope is next summer. My hope is early summer of 2024. Nice. And working with the contractor and just how things nice. go, some things are unpredictable. So I would say keep checking back with me, keep checking the Absolutely. website and yep. seeing when they are, but don't let it stop you. I My horses are in full swing. They still work. They simply aren't. Uh-huh in the trees. That's the only difference. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And I would say group is a really great way to experience Gestalt at a lower price tag to try it on, see if I'm a good fit, see if the work is a good fit. And I have lots of clients that then move into some individual work to move their ball right. a little faster. And they love that combination yeah, doing both. They yeah, love it. of doing both. So, yeah. yeah, absolutely. 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 That's great. Well, you are a delight as always. I want to thank Hope Through Horses for their partial scholarship of this podcast and Hope Through Horses sponsors everything TBA. And so they help people with everything from tuition to folks that need assistance coming into a retreat or sessions or groups, etc. So reach out to Hope Through Horses. If you can make a donation, please do. And if you need support from them, check in 
on their website and see how that goes and what that's all about. We're very blessed to have Hope Through Horses be a, a sponsor for us. And Annie, I, I adore you and I am my hat's off to you as a mama bear of your three kids in the days and the times that we're living in. You know, I think I, I know a lot of adults that are having a difficult time navigating the world as we see it and as we as adults have the advantage of seeing history and understanding history and understanding the craziness that we see in the world. And then we also have our children growing up at this world where information is moving at a a, a light speed that we couldn't even imagine when we were kids. And not all the information is accurate. Not all of it's healthy. Not all of it's smart for them to be being exposed to. So as parents, we really have to stay up to date and, and be aware of these things and what's happening to kids. I call it a lightning bolt when a person, child or, or adult receives something that takes their breath away and is a painful trauma for them. And it doesn't have to be the kind of trauma, you know, Mm -hmm. it's a big word trauma. It doesn't have to be, you know, something that would be in the newspaper. Trauma comes in all different levels relative to each of our lives. But I would say it's a fair statement that uh, our kids today, our teenagers today are experiencing trauma on a fairly mm-hmm. frequent level. And while they're growing and they're growing a muscle for it, and they're growing, a, I guess, a resilience for it, if nothing else, does not mean it's not affecting them. And if it's affecting them, darn it, it's affecting yeah. us as parents. And we need to really yeah. take a look at that and, and get very real with that. So bless you for doing that work, Miss Annie Young, Sabona Ranch. Thanks for being on with me. Any last thing you want to say to me personally or to our listeners today? Well, I can say that having done my own work because of you and knowing you and and holding me up as I did it, I I manage these difficult times so much better. I definitely speak from experience. I know that I am a better parent today because because of you and this program and what you have taught and like I said, simply holding me up as I found my own answers because sometimes it was hard to hold, to be standing, <laughs> you know, sure. grounded sure. Sure. and keep moving forward. Whoosh. Yeah. Yeah. There's been yeah. some heavy topics. And- There's been some heavy stuff. And like a stone in a pond, I did that for you. And here you are turning around and doing this for others. And I'm honored to have you do my work in the world. Thank you. I'm honored to be a part of your tribe, your your herd. Yes. You bet. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you, Annie, so much. And thank you, listeners, for being on with us today. And we'll look forward to speaking to you again next week. Thank you for listening to the Touched by a Horse podcast. If you'd like more information about anything we've talked about on the show today or our certification program, please visit our website at touchedbyahorse.com. That's touchedbyahorse.com. Or contact our office by phone at 303-440-7125. Also, be sure to keep up with us on social media. We're at Touched by a Horse on both Facebook and Instagram. See you around the barn and on the next episode.